0: Welcome to another edition of Father Time. Um, I'm joined, as always, by my producer, Mr. Andy Lerner. How you doing? Yeah. Still no kids, right? Not that i That's I'm why not. you're the voice of reason. My guest today... Today um, is young. He's an old friend of mine. Uh, you are a stand-up comic. Um, you have this TVD show online, and correct. you also have... Uh, you're a best-selling author. The Transam Diaries is, is out, and uh, my guest today is author... Uh, stand-up comic Ooh, extraordinaire, sounds, Mr. Sounds St- important. Stevie D. You are. You're, a, like you're a best-selling something. author, dude. He, <laughs> he can barely Steve. read, but he wrote a book. <laughs> Which is, we should talk about that. It's a miracle. Honestly, you're a shining example because yeah. I'm trying to write a book and I'm always like, well, Jesus, Stevie D wrote what,
1: And that's the bar now. Ah! <laughs> I, sp- so many, I got a call this morning. Someone contacted me on Facebook, a friend of mine through high school, and says, yeah, dude, I want to talk to you about you know publishers, how to publish a book. I'm like, Mine's been out three years. I still have no idea how
0: no, it happened. No, uh, The book is the Transam Diaries. It's an amazing book. It's Thank you, uh, your journey through uh, from growing up through uh, dealing with prostate cancer, and then. Wow! 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 There so sick, You're so sick of telling it. We'll, yeah. we'll get to that. It's All not. Right. That's not a major part of what All we're right. doing here. We're talking about families and stuff. So, I mean, a, a big part of your book is the Transam Diaries that you grew up. We'll talk about it. Talk an about inbred. it.
1: Were, My family tree had no branches.
0: No, it was just—it was a family stump.
1: Yeah, it was a family.
0: It had stump. been cut off. Saves um, a lot of money on rotted. Christmas presents. Yeah, so. people just put like a gnome on it. Yeah, it was in the backyard. I Like was... these
1: jokes that are coming to me in their old joke file that I haven't done in twenty <laughs> years. Like,
0: family tree has no branches. Yeah. Um, talk about where you grew up.
1: So I grew up in uh, Kentucky, in Kentucky, a town called Owensboro, Kentucky. I still could possibly have warrants back in Owensboro, but... uh,
0: You you actually probably do. I probably do. Actually,
1: I really uh, had a call today from a friend of mine who got out. He lives in Chattanooga now i like, dude, it's, it's kind of a miracle that we got out of the trenches.
0: Oh, I thought you were saying he got out of prison. Mm-hmm. He we got... got
1: out of prison. He's probably done a little time himself, but um, <laughs> who hasn't, right? Yeah. No, um,
0: no. We Actually, we talked to John Lair earlier, and he was like, yeah, we, we were all like, yeah, we went to jail. Yeah. Who's, be I good. Was We've been to jail. To three <laughs> He almost <laughs> he <laughs> got three
1: years. How many people in this room have been to jail? Uh, yeah, yeah, I yeah, raised yeah, my yeah, hand.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, Kentucky. Kentucky, yeah. So, and it's funny, on social media, like Facebook, just a couple of weeks ago, someone said, hey, man, have you seen this? It was like mug shots of three of like my best friends in high school, like meth, you know, busted third offense of meth and everything. I was like, whew, thank God!" But I left two weeks out of high and, school,
0: and they just got busted, is what you're saying. Well,
1: they've been busted over the years, but yeah. you know, now it's not. It's not. I
0: mean, where you grew up, what's is there anything to do there anymore but sell meth,
1: get in trouble?
2: I mean, it's small-town America, uh, sm- and I would uh, say— Sell marijuana? Uh, yeah.
1: No, it's a, it's a, it's a bourbon industry, very—you know, the Medley Brothers bourbon, which is like a high-end. Yeah. I went to the Village here, the new—not um, the Village People uh, bar, but the—it's not, <laughs> not the 90s <laughs> anymore, Jamie. No, it's not. I went not to the, um, the new mall the, on Panga Canyon, the Village, recently, Yeah. and went to dinner with my wife, and she wanted a bourbon. She said, well, whatever you recommend, and they brought this Medley Brothers I'm like, let me see that. I'm like, this is from my hometown in Owensboro. I'm like Oh my gosh. Did all my friends' know- dads worked at Medley Brothers and we used to steal their decanters and pour out all the whiskey and refill it with, you know, sweet tea and drink all their bourbon. And like now it's like sixty five bucks a bottle or something.
0: Right that is small batch <coughs> bourbon's kind of the big maybe it's saving kentucky at this point
1: it is cuz it the number one crop used to be tobacco mm-hmm. and now it's you know tobacco it's not not cool to smoke anymore well i
0: think the it used to be tobacco that's mm-hmm. not cool uh, bourbon's kind of cool bourbon. but they, even that's fading and now i think Coal. crystal meth out. crystal Coal. meth is
1: totally cool now
0: Coal, right crystal I mean, meth is still well, yeah. will it ever that's go out of bourbon. style no after breaking bad right? people style, are that huge. Meth. yeah got to love meth Who talk about um uh growing up with your well, your parents uh no divorce, same two parents.
1: Very much divorced. So, <laughs> no, not, even, very,
0: not even just marginally divorced. Oh, well, they were oh, so they were divorced. Full, the most divorced you get. Until After about probably
1: the 20th affair and arrest of my dad and how high many, speed chases. How many chases. siblings? I have three half sisters. Okay, then, so
0: you, okay, go break down the so tree. So, this is
1: white trash family tree. So, I love my mom to death. You know, sure. Small town, but uh, and everyone's still there back in Kentucky. But uh, my mom's been married a few times. Four plus, I think the fourth one they're the same guy twice. But who's a Your wonderful, Elizabeth a gem Taylor. of a man, by the way. <laughs> you know, just sweetheart of a jackass.
0: But um, which, which father, which husband were you? I was number two. Okay, so she'd been married once.
1: She had been married once. She a, have kids with the, to the, two, yeah, two daughters. My uh, two half older sisters. Two
0: halves, two older half sisters. And
1: my dad and mom divorced when I was around four. Okay, and my dad was a total maniac. You know, Hellraiser fights. One time he won a monkey. My wife loves this story. Came home from a poker game with a monkey. Like, you know, yeah. Your friends don't have Rolexes. They have monkeys. As one will. Yeah. A (laughs) barrel of whiskey.
0: I mean, who... Who had the monkey, A, and how much did he have to bet to match the monkey?
1: I guess he was all in. He pushed it for the monkey, <laughs> dude. You got to go all prize, in. You got to work yeah. it for so the you're, monkey. Yeah. <laughs> you're so all you're in.
0: Are you three or four at the time, or you don't remember the monkey? I, I remember a little bit. Maybe, maybe you were the monkey. Force, maybe they just maybe, talk yeah, about the monkey, and he's like, I won this kid.
1: This kid used to play with his poo. And, uh, no, with this monkey, the story changed. No, he won a monkey. My parents divorced somewhere around, I was around four. And, Did he uh, keep the monkey for a while? I'm so no, confused. No, I think the monkey lasted about a week, and then he lost him in another poker tournament or something. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like yeah. the
0: monkey just kept getting passed around the, monkey, the poker right. game. I,
2: know, no, I would have it sold it down. for a profit if That's I was. A crazy
0: monkey. Dude, who had a it's probably monkey? Probably still being passed I
1: mean, Who
2: had a, had a monkey in, Kentucky, in Kentucky? Kentucky? Yeah,
0: and how do you get a monkey in Kentucky? Did you, you have to obviously import well, you're, it? You're, you're smuggling steal from New, New Jersey. Zoo? is what you get. from New
1: Jersey. Probably went to Nashville and stole it from the Nashville Zoo. Everybody oh, I,
0: I, I'm getting a vision of at close range, at close like range. Christopher Great. Walken and Sean Penn. Very I feel much. like,
1: yeah, yeah. It's... What did your dad do for a living? At w- which point of his life uh, he um, went when... to the army at 17, got kicked out for fighting, dishonorable discharge. It's cr- it was... crazy.
0: You know how hard it is to get kicked out for fighting. Like that's but, what they're they encouraging you to fight. Kick
1: ass. Be you know, be a badass. He, he
0: punched the wrong guy.
1: He punched the wrong. He just didn't like authority. Yeah, yeah. So he was he was gone. He was uh, an electrician and all kinds of, you know, stuff like a lineman where you climb up, you know, the poles. The Wichita lineman. And once he, yeah, alignment lineman for the county. Yeah. There you go, Glenn Campbell. So he, uh once he peed on his foreman, who he didn't like, and waited till the guy was right under him. And another time he got into a fight with someone in a bucket on the line. And, and they fell out of the bucket and, like, shattered his arm. So, you know. Just, was
2: was coal mining big in the- Coal is you know, big, yeah, yeah.
1: That's eastern Kentucky- Around the hollers. Mm-hmm.
0: Look at you showing some Kentucky yeah, knowledge. Like, Andy Pie. He, he really wanted to get that South coal Eastern stuff in. I'm from Ohio, my
1: friend. You I might don't have play children around. back there, by the way. <laughs> I've, got a, I've
0: got a
2: couple of kids mining so, coal in Kentucky. So your parents
0: right divorce. You're parents a kid. Divorced. You have two older sisters, and the sisters stay with your mom. So you're basically raised by your mother.
1: Until they were moved by the authorities uh, that, to go live with their father. So then my mom married again to another winner who. Uh, Lasted about a year. Can I go
0: back for a second to the authorities taking the two sisters away? So
1: they came later. No, they didn't take the. They had to go live with their dad after the third husband was breaking into the house after they broke up. Um, and I had a little have a little sister six years. She's not little anymore, but six years younger.
0: She and she was from husband number three. Number
1: three, who left about a year. He was a musician, and uh, he left about a year, and then he started coming back around, and then got ugly again and uh, so yeah so, so then he
0: was gone and then she was that the one she remarried again
1: no so she married the fourth time i was around 13 years old to the current he's still she's still married to him
0: it just took her a while to get it right
1: she's got it man she's got got the jewel now so so by the time
0: you were 13 were you i mean i can't even imagine dude it must have been were you a hellion you were crazy
1: I was pretty crazy. I was pretty. I started out.
0: Did you, were you like, fuck you, dad, every, to all, every other dad you had? You're like, You're all, not the my dad, dad. all the dads. You're dad. not
1: my dad. Let's fight. And the cops would come and, you know. Did you get into fights? Oh, yeah, fights, guns, and everything. And then I moved <laughs> back in with my dad at 15. My dad lived, you know, in Louisville, which is about 100 miles away. Okay. We didn't have a car growing up. So it should have been, it could have been like California. Did. It's, you don't have a
0: car, it, 100 miles is. 100
1: miles is 1,000 miles. Dude, it doesn't make any difference.
0: When I was a kid, my father would complain about going to the Cape for the weekend in Massachusetts. Yeah. He goes, We're
1: not going. The traffic's brutal. <laughs> Come to
0: find out, it was like a 90 minute drive. Nowadays, <laughs> that's like a commute yeah. to Santa Monica for me. But back in those days, my father was like, No yeah. way are we getting in the car for
1: 90 yeah. minutes. It not took me that food. much time to get here, today. Yeah, America. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. The things we
0: did back then.
1: So you, you. So my dad came back around when I was around 14, 15. Did he seek you out? He came back. He just moved back into Owensboro, my hometown. Oh, okay, okay. So I said, oh, finally, I can live with my dad. So I moved with my dad. Because you wanted a better influence. Yeah, a better yeah. influence, some high-speed car chases. He'll show you how to elude the police and everything. Show
2: you how to pee from a tree. Exactly,
1: pee on your, your bosses. And uh, then he died two months after I lived moved in with him of a heart attack. So I've been on my own ever since and doing good, Jamie.
0: And you were 16 at that point? I was 15. 15 years old, and you didn't move back in with your mom?
1: moved in for five minutes, and the cops came again and more fights, and uh, then I was out.
0: Was it it your mother was crazy, but were you also just rebellious? And uh, obviously you had kind of lived in this crazy environment.
1: My mom is like the salt of the earth. She's very easy going, Were you fighting the, the new husband or something? Yeah, the, new, the, the guy, yeah. The new dad.
0: Yeah. Did he resent you in a way, or was
1: Probably he— Probably, he's just a jackass. He, just, he know, wasn't trying neck, to be
0: your dad, didn't want to be your dad. Just,
1: just, a, just a jackass. Yeah. And still is. I mean, what were days like? I can't even
0: imagine that, because I had the same— My parents were married for 50-something years. Yeah. And so although and my wife, they my wife's would parents be married, crazy fights and everything, yeah. but I can't even imagine the, tri- the kind of turmoil to, like— try to do school and then come home and realize this home life is do just. Do school.
1: You mean like homework and <laughs> my kids do now? My son's in the third grade. He's already like, mom, can you help me with my homework? I, I can were... help you. He's like, no, mom, please, were you, mom. Were
0: you, so you were not a big student?
1: I was not a big Even though I was pres- president of my class, three years in high school and all of that. You were a popular student is what popular you're Popular is different from a smart, good it's, student. It's yeah. weird how the president,
0: although nowadays we're showing that it's it's still a popularity anything's, contest. Anything's possible. Anything's possible. Gift <laughs> of
2: gab.
1: Well,
0: talk about school a bit. It's growing up. I mean, I can't even imagine the turmoil. where you? You must have been just left to your own devices,
1: pretty much. In high school, it was funny. I was telling someone the other day. In high school, I was still getting paddlings from teacher from the principals, like you know, sadistic stuff. Like, come on to my office, boy.
0: That doesn't. I feel like that's not legal.
1: Yeah, I'm sure it's not at this. time. In Kentucky, though. In Kentucky, I don't know if it still is, but I was doing a book signing there a couple of, a couple of years ago, and a friend of mine came came to the book signing. I said, dude, can you? please bring a yearbook. I haven't seen the yearbook since I was in high school. And there's a picture of my friend and the vice principal rearing back like one foot's off the ground. To and swing. Yeah, to swing with the paddle and both hands are on, on the desk. And I took a picture of it just to prove to my friends out here that... Thank you, sir. May yeah, I have yeah, another? Yeah. Ooh. The reason... The, the way you get them to stop though is you just go, mmm. Mm,
2: that
0: feels really tasty. Oh, wow. oh. Ooh. Ooh. That feels good. good. I'm getting a little hard, bad boy. (laughs) (laughs) Is that too much? I've done other Principal. I'm getting hard. Keep hitting. Oops. Oops. Oh, too late. (laughs) Um, I'm so intrigued by that, by your childhood. Did you have a a group of friends that you hung with and, and commiserated with and were they in the same boat or were you the one kid who was kind of dealing with this crazy home life?
1: I think most of them didn't know how crazy my home life was until you, the book came out. Did you keep it a secret Because now moms that wouldn't let their sons hang out with me now are like, I'm hearing from them on social media, sorry, so you had no idea that, you know, I was like, it's all good. You know? It's all
0: good. But at the time, I mean, you, you know, you must've had a chip on your shoulder. You must've been an angry young man to be like, I'm dealing with this shit at home. And I'm-
1: I did, but I was more frustrated than angry. Like I knew I was going to get the hell out of Dodge. You just couldn't wait to get two, out. Two weeks after high school, I bailed and- and haven't been back since. Other than where'd you, you know, stay
0: for your senior year of high school?
1: Senior, I had my own apartment in high school. <laughs> Shut up! Yeah, we called it the crib. It was bad news. Yeah. <laughs> so I had a revolving so full time
0: job. Were you that guy with a full time job?
1: No, I got Social Security after my dad died, and that paid oh my rent. Oh my god! Yeah. That's I paid right. Paid my rent and paid for the keg. So did you keep his place? No, no, no. I had a I had an apartment on my own. But I would revolve the keg every every Saturday night would be a party at my house. Oh my god. And I had a keg for thirty five dollars, but I'd charge you know, three bucks, five bucks. No wonder you were president. Yeah. So I would charge money to get the, the red solo cup and you come into my place to get your beer and all my friends would hover around the, the keg until it was empty and I'd make, you know, fifty bucks a weekend.
0: Were you always kind of uh, I mean you always seem to me I mean you're a hardworking guy and I've I've always respected that, but were you always the guy who was knew how to make money?
1: I knew how to make money. I mean I'm creative. But I have more ideas than I do business sense. Yeah. You know?
0: Well, how could you? You didn't, like, my f- parents weren't great with money. I never grew up knowing. Like, I have some friends whose parents are huge accountants and investment people, and mm-hmm. they know their money's so well taken care of. And even to this day, sometimes I'm like, you know, whether What do I do with this money? Yeah, yeah. whether it's, you know, um, a retirement fund or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't real know what i You've
1: stayed in California now. You're Okay.
0: Yeah, I, no, no, no. I own some real estate. I basically have a debt of real estate, but yeah, wow. we have some equity. Yeah, But it is one of those things I never learned as a kid because my father was like, we didn't talk about it. He never once was like, hey, why don't you sit down and we'll show you how I do the bills. Mm-hmm. And never. So never. when I got out of yeah. school, I basically I went in the Navy and I got money and I just started dealing with stuff. But... I made gravers. Well, you,
1: you became a lieutenant in like two weeks. That's right. It was about a two week
0: process <laughs> of that. But I, my parents never shared anything with me about that kind of stuff. I can only imagine. I'm, I'm, I'm mm. guessing your dad was he was absentee, and and then you had stepdads for a while. Showed me
1: how to play poker and run from the police. That's you have some
0: crazy it. stories, I think. Then you, 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 did run from the police with run your from dad. The, yeah.
1: Do you remember uh, high speed car chases in a Carmen Gia and. My dad wouldn't pull over. And then when he did pull it, it, over. It, there's two things you never hear in the same <laughs> sentence high <laughs> speed and Carmagee. And Oh, I think well, It's got kind of a medium speed. Carmagee uh, yeah. seems to have a high speed. But pretty fast, it's a, yeah.
0: It's a, it's, a, it's a sports car.
1: And a strategic. Uh, it's, it's a sporty car. It's a sporty car. It's more of a sporty, sporty car. car. So
0: you were in the car with him, mm-hmm. and the police were chasing you.
1: Yes. Very much. And then when the. How does
0: that end? When he, he just throws he gotta, you the keys and go drive this home? And it wasn't
1: like OJ when the, you know, the, the 405 chase and he gets home and like, not Juice, going, they're
0: not going 10 miles May an hour. we
1: take you now, Juice? Is that okay? I mean, he jumps out of the car basically swinging and, you know, I'm like, hey, Dan, uh, how he old throws you? throws me the
0: keys. Did he really? How old were you?
1: Uh, probably six. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, we went into more than one bars when he handed me the keys, just in case it doesn't go right, son. I'm like, I'm a kid. He's like, no, I'm going to take you in the bar. I'm not going to serve you, but you know, you can hang out in the pool area, but in case it doesn't go right, here's my keys. What were you supposed yeah. to do?
0: Could you drive at six?
1: I don't know. I had an uncle Ricky that taught me how to drive at 12. Who was like the town pot dealer. So yeah, good times.
2: Uncle Ricky. We all remember <laughs> Blaze
1: that. on. There's a chap. Everyone's got an uncle Ricky, right?
0: How, what are, you, are, you, how are your siblings doing?
1: They're They're good. They're, you know, they're very normal. and.
0: Are they norming? they back home. Yeah,
1: I was always the crazy one. Like, I'm getting the hell out of here. And, you know. Um,
0: Did you ever bond with any of your
1: stepdads? Um, well, it the must second, have sucked. The second one. The, the second scene. one,
0: all of a sudden, you probably got close to him. And he. No, the first
1: one bailed. I thought he was cool. He was a drummer. I actually became a drummer myself in high school. That must and, have been heart-wrenching. It he was as
0: a kid to go, oh, I have this new this dad. Cool he's guy part guy of my and life. And then he left. And never
1: came back around. Uh, uh that
0: mu- I mean were you you must have had just abandonment issues of I don't know Jamie. You don't know
1: <laughs> I didn't I think mean, about it until just now, Jamie. You didn't? Well you he did. <laughs> he did. He's like I you, can't even imagine think about that. that shit. You should think, yeah. about, you it. Should think about it. <laughs> you should think about it. <laughs> you should think about it.
0: You should <laughs> think about it. I felt pretty
1: good coming in um, here tonight. I?
0: I just I can't even imagine because we're sitting here and we're talking earlier about my kids just being horribly spoiled. Your kids growing, are awesome, dude. I feel like I know. They're I so spoiled
1: growing up in L.A. I just and showed they, my kids the pictures of them the other day where you like blurred out and she was sitting junk, on the dog had, like butt in, naked just sitting. She was sitting. Lady Godiva-ing
0: the dog. She was <laughs> naked dog. on the dog riding the dog and
1: the dog didn't flinch. The dog was just chilling.
0: Some people gave me grief and we were like, that's so bad to do to a dog. I'm like, look, the kid, she's 25 yeah. pounds. She's
1: sitting. They love it. The dog loves her. Hanging on her. No, yet. it's cool. The dog was yeah. chill. I took a picture of my daughter at the Commons two nights ago and she's climbing up a pole. and I took a picture. I was like, I see the picture. I told my wife, I said, I'm going to post this of her on a pole and say, my life's goal is just to keep her off of ah! this. And she, my wife's like, no, she's six years old. She's innocent. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, very, it's a joke.
0: I ponder jokes. Sometimes yeah. I show them to my wife and she edits and she goes, yeah, that's yeah. not going Yeah, on. no. I have to put the bar over the naked parts and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: You know, uh, Jamie, there's no one at my house that will stop me from posting anything. Yes. Just, I just thought I'd... Well, do. you don't have any
0: pictures of naked children either. Yeah, well, at not, least I hope, Andy, because if you do, then... Not we, that I know. Yeah. Gonna be, there's going to be some issues. I don't know how those got there. <laughs> That's right. So you couldn't wait to get out, man. Mm. You kind of grew up in this hectic, crazy Kentucky thing. And were you always the funny guy? Is that why I was always, up? yeah,
1: in trouble. And I say I would sacrifice an education to entertain the troops, because I was always in trouble, you know, grabbing the fire extinguisher and... Mm. Spray on someone, then I'd get suspended.
0: Do you think you were trying to get attention? But, of course. I mean, you, were, you were reaching it. out. Yeah.
1: Abandonment issues. You any, so far, yeah. we've established yeah. abandonment, abandonment issues. You... Trying to get attention? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, we're trying to. You seem to have come out of it pretty unscathed. Well, You've well. come off pretty well now. Thank you, buddy. I'm not sure where the wake up call came. Yeah. Was it when you came to L.A.?
1: Probably when I came to L.A. And just you know, being broke a few times, being homeless, I'm like, okay, you gotta get your. Ch- Were together. you homeless
0: when you? Because here's the other thing: when you came, like a lot mm-hmm. of people show up, and the you know the parents buy them a car I'll and an apartment. Give and you a party. year out there, twelve yeah. months. I'll give you. I'll give you a follow year. Follow your dreams. That's it. You like showed up in a car with like you didn't know anybody or anything, and didn't had know, the balls to go. I'm going to Hollywood.
1: Never right? met a celebrity other than uh, Charlie Daniels. in Florida. <laughs> <That's>, yeah,
0: the, <laughs> still went down the biggest and celebrity I've ever met. He's pretty big. <laughs> yeah. I love he's Charlie. Awesome. He, he's awesome. He's pretty really big.
1: Uh, what was it like when you first got here Well, when I, f- I first came out I had two suitcases and a King Creole Elvis movie poster and, and I went to Florida first I went to Florida for four years and spent some time down there and became like a DJ and an MC of all the spring break stuff I'm like this is easy oh I can totally see and you were shredded oh dude I get it there people who can't rocking the mullet. you're Just, still uh, in sick shape well, but I
0: remember when I first met you you were Stevie you in better shape you were than, yeah. oh.
1: But now the kids, you know, it's a stress. Yeah, bullshit. I see your video. I see your books. You're still shredded, <laughs> You're man. Still. Shut
0: up. So you were the shredded guy in Florida, just tearing it up and living well, your like. Life. And you weren't even 20, probably.
1: I was like uh, 19. Just got grandfathered in. The drinking age was. Uh, 19. I
0: was the last year grandfathered in New Hampshire. I could drink at 18. I could drink at 19. I could drink at 20. And the people behind me could not.
1: Yeah. And they're like, how do you do that?
0: So I was legal at 18 to drink. So I was
1: 18. I lied. Yeah. I lied my way, BS my way into this club to be a DJ. The whole story, the backstory is, I'd never really been out of Kentucky. And then in 11th grade, I went to Panama City Beach, Florida with a friend's parents for Mm. spring break. And I thought it was like heaven. I was like, man, look at this beach. You got beaches and girls and bikinis. I'm going to live here, man. Like, I don't need college, man. This is awesome. People are like, Steve, you know, education is a little bit important. So two years, I mean, I was down there two weeks after high school and BS my way within six months. I was DJing. had never DJed. I was in nightclubs. I was eighteen. You were street smart, though. I do think, like, I, was I just hustled. You were a hustler lied.
0: because you grew up in this environment where you had to hustle. Yeah, I think to get what you needed. There and was I, no
1: plan B. I wasn't going. There was back. no plan
0: B. No plan B. You were, you had street smarts, and whether you were good in school or not, it didn't matter because you were that guy who who survived by yes, his wits. My way yeah, life, you know. And I think, honestly, I, just, I think a lot of times that skill is almost as important, if not more important, than like being book smart. How many people do we know who are book smart who are total idiots?
1: Or just socially inept. Socially inept. And they
0: can't get things done where I think on charm and a smile and a quick wit gets you really far in life. Because people are like, I want to spend time with that guy. That's, I think people like, get hey, high. Where's my wallet? Yeah, yeah. where well, they go? He's oh, Stevie <laughs> took it. He's gone.
1: But he's why am I holding this monkey? The DJ has it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the monkey. <laughs> I tell, this
0: is the best. He probably came home with a monkey. Come back he, the monkey probably slept yeah. in your
1: room. Yeah. You don't even remember. Well, I don't remember. He just put the monkey in with Stevie. The monkey and our partying, <laughs> smearing poo on the wall. Of course, good times.
0: Uh, so you go to Florida. You so the party. drinking age was
1: 19. I was 18. So I BS'd my way until I was 19. And then the drinking age went up to twenty one. I already had my foot in the door. I was nineteen, so that was grandfathered in, and I stayed there until I was twenty two. Just partying. I mean, just partying. Banging, just drinking, Just crazy. Crazy shit.
0: Any Ooh. crazy stories you remember vividly? The,
1: none that I want my children or my wife to have. That hear, is a question yeah, we talk about. Yeah. How
0: much do you want your kids to know about your? Well, past? that's with
1: the the first book. You know, the Trans M Diaries. Now, my son would pick up the book and say, "Daddy, what chapters can I read?" And I'm like, "Let me dog here." Uh, there's two chapters there you can read, and uh, only the first three pages of each of those chapters.
2: <laughs> Will you? Can, you, yeah. you can read the, read these six pages of yeah. my
0: book. Well, we've t- well, talked with a bunch of my guests, and, and a lot of some people are like, yeah, I don't tell them anything. Some people are like, I doctor it, and some people are like, I'm very open with my kids. Yeah. I tell them everything about my life, whether it was doing acid or whatever yeah. they were doing. And I wonder about that. Obviously, yours is in print. They're gonna they're gonna pick it up and yeah, yeah. read it online yeah. and see your your life story.
1: Yeah, when on the cover, you know, it's. What's her name? Andrea Lau. I should know her name since she gave me a blurb on the front of a Playboy playmate from Playboy Radio. Says these, you know, something about kicking ass, and then Tommy Lee writes something, and my, my son's like, "Hey, Daddy, you kick ass!" I'm like, "Oh no, sh- don't, sh- don't, don't read that." But um, you know, you got to just spoon feed them a little at a time. A little you know, bit. It like,
0: they should know their history yeah, and they should know where they come from because here's the thing it's gonna he's like that's his grandfather mm -hmm.
1: you know it's a weird thing they go
0: that's your that's your blood that's your family
1: no he knows that his grandfather was was crazy and he knows his dad was crazy and he tells his friend my dad's broken every bone in his body and my dad you know i don't tell him the nose happened from a fight and the arm happened i was drunk and fell off the (laughs) <laughs> I just kind of sugarcoat it. That's I was me. doing a stunt. I was parkour at the playground. And-
0: That's maybe why we got along so well, because I was the same. Everything, I, I led with my face. Yeah, yeah. I had just massive scars all over me. Parkour but- has come up twice I know, today. it's yeah.
1: weird. It's a parkour
0: generation. Has it? Yeah, if somebody else is talking about their Kids are actually getting into parkour, and cup stacking. Those are like the two scholarship sports. And Ninja, warrior and Ninja, stuff. Ninja warrior Ninja yeah, warrior yeah. shit. What, uh,
2: what happened to masturbating? Yeah. I mean, the, really. Those, those days are days, over. Man. Andy, those days are so over. Boring. It's so boring. I'm so old school. That's so... I remember
1: masturbating. I'm so old
0: school. <laughs> <laughs> so you said, where, where did the comedy thing come in? Where were you like, I'm going to get on stage. Did you do it in Florida?
1: Did oh, you... It was just a show-off. I had the show-off gene yeah. growing up, you know, talent shows in high school. And beautiful just hair parted plant, in the middle. You know, the hair flips. Hair flip was, was still my biggest bit ever, you know. As a matter of fact, I posted something yesterday. I was watching, um, what's the Andy, uh, Adam Sandler movie now on Netflix? Sandy Wexler. Sandy Wexler. Yeah. And then Colin Quinn says, he didn't make the showcase. And he goes, they're looking for a Florida DJ who's a hack. And a, he thinks he's cute. And he's a moron. He pretends to be on acid. I'm like... I think I Wait, just got, I got dissed. You. I got. I you. just got dissed. Maybe it was you. Yeah. It I totally it. went like, whoa, man. Did he do a hair flip? That stung a little the, bit. Talks yeah. about his van? Yeah. Talks about the monkey and the hair flip. And uh,
0: So you you moved out here. Moved out. Started doing stand-up. I wanted
1: to be a host since I did all the, the spring break stuff. Sure. You know, an MTV. You you know? Would have been
0: pr- you, you, I saw your dancing clip. The but the That was an MTV so show. So I got on the
1: party machine right off the bat. Him was a clip of him
0: dancing from the 80s on the party machine. Rocking
1: it, dude. Because you were shredded. Hammer time. And you could dance. I could dance a little bit. I was a break dancer as a kid. So I moved out here, and Arsenio Hall produced this show called The Party Machine. So that was my first reel. I thought I'd made it, dude. I'm like, I'm good. I'm a dancer. I'm a paid dancer on the party machine. I get paid to do The Running Man.
0: By the way, that dancing clip, I'm going to post it when I post this (laughs) thing so people can see it. It's one of the greatest clips of all time, dude. What's
1: so disgusting, and it pisses off people like Brett Ernst, my friends are like, dude. Stop it. I, t- I don't I know if I hate it. you. Did you see me? You I, commented well, on you Br- I,
0: gotta, I commented on Brett's too because he would do the bit about the roller skating. Yeah, we like, did. Yeah, He's should basically love dancing it. in his You're stand Tony, Tony He skating. is totally Tony roller skating. And I'm doing
1: a hair flip and I had a mullet yeah. in the running man. It's like, you'd love it. Come on, man. So you came
0: out and you were a crazy guy and, and you were working and you were making crazy money. Guy, and you, I, I know you did pos- a ton of stand-up. A DJ. Hustling. A
1: DJ at sketchy places. I was the DJ when Dr. Dre got shot. I was the only white person there. Is that right? Yeah. So if you see the behind the behind the music on VH1, when Dr. Dre gets shot at the LAX Marriott, I was the yeah. DJ at that party. I was hiding under the turntables when he got shot.
0: <laughs> Can you uh, believe how much money DJs are making now?
1: Oh, it's it's.
0: You met. You were kind of a little before your time.
1: I was carrying crates. Now it's and like. Now they're carrying a laptop. And, yeah. I was chasing a promoter for 150 bucks, and now they're getting like 50 G for a residency.
0: You had crates, and you were spinning.
1: I was spinning vinyl. So actually, the ones and twos means right. like turntables, and you had twelve-inch records, you know, crates. Yeah, I
0: remember the crates, and oh. they were bringing. They and then you could see the guy thinking to himself, "Oh, you What's know, it'd be great yeah, here, yeah, yeah. Miles Davis."
2: Yeah, pop and he, rah, rah. yeah. And he yeah. and I was telling
1: my wife before Dr. Dre came out with Beats, I invented like this headphone because DJs would have to like tear apart headphones and have one ear open to listen to the mix right so i'd be mixing the beat and the next record and i'm like oh i'm gonna call this the deaf phone like def because deaf jam and all that i send it to like some invention company and they're like yeah send us two thousand dollars and we'll get on that for you you but, are a mover
0: yeah, and a yeah, shaker he's, he's always hustle, hustle, hustle. every time i talk to you i do think that has to do with you growing up i think there was this uh, insatiable quest to go do stuff because I've known you for a long time and you always have that. Every time I talk to you, it's like this crazy thing you're into, and I'm like, it's really? Pitching you're like some new thing, some, You're like somebody. Ron yeah,
1: production. I'm like always rocking it, <laughs> throwing it out there, and then they pass on it. Then I see it on TV six months later.
0: Yeah,
2: you'll find the one. Yeah, but the sorry. book is
0: amazing, and the book took Thank off. You, buddy. Thank you. Uh, the Trans Am Diaries. It's an amazing story, and you um, was that oh, you'd already had the kids by then.
1: I had yeah. The whole story of the book was not to bring the whole energy down because we um, went through so, prostate so cancer. So I was you know telling my jokes. Rock Stars of Comedy came out, which was my DVD, and doing stand up. And you know, I was pretty healthy, still staying fit. I would still had a fitness business, which I'd be training. You people were training to, people, yeah, training. I remember that actually Dude, training no, you were people. Shredded. Yeah, thank I you. I mean, you're
0: still incredibly shredded, thank but you. it's amazing because you told me that you got sick, and I was like, you're the healthiest guy I knew.
1: Uh, thank you. Well, yeah, some people have said that, like Steve. If you had one cancer gene, I had ten thousand cancer yeah. genes, but I knew something funky was going on, so I go in to get checked. At forty-two, I specifically said check my prostate. They didn't do the blood work. Two years later, I had pro- full-blown prostate cancer. You know, full radical prostatectomy. So that inspired me to just write a book. Just like, did shit. they have
0: to do surgery and everything and chemo? Surgery, everything,
1: and now fairy dust comes out. When did I you th-
0: so. <laughs> did you think at the time was it a ter- um and you had kids then.
1: So my daughter, yeah, I had my son. My daughter's like three months old. So I told my wife I'm writing a book. And she's like, you can't even read a book. How are you going to write a book? And so for 18 months, I just did like a, a diary. Right. I'm like, so named it the Trans Am Diaries because yeah. obviously I drive the sweetest car on the planet, yeah, Trans Am, Kentucky Porsche. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, talk about having the kids and going through the cancer. I know you've told the cancer story a million times, but I'm interested about, like, I, I tell this bit, in stand up now it's like when i was single i just was afraid i was going to die alone and mm-hmm. now i have kids i'm just afraid i'm going to die yeah ever because like, i have die. i have to stay alive or i'm going to destroy these kids yeah all of a sudden you have two kids and you get diagnosed with prostate and They're looking cancer.
1: at you like you got this right and i'm like yeah yeah, i got this
0: they think and that's the other thing my daughter always looks to me and i go everything's going to be okay the same way my father always mm-hmm. said that but the truth is my father didn't he wasn't yeah. he couldn't have protected us yeah, yeah. from anything you think so, you're
1: invincible yeah my son didn't actually know i had cancer until last summer I'm taking my daughter to soccer and I forget, oh, he can read now. And there's a book, you know, in the back seat. Right. And I didn't know he's reading the book. He's reading the back cover and he's right. reading the blurbs. And he goes, Daddy, you had cancer? And I go, Oh, yeah, we should probably have that talk, right? Because I'd never told him. Right. He was seven. I still hadn't brought up the C word because my father in law was dying of cancer at the time. Ugh. I didn't want him to associate, oh, wait, is right. that what you had, Dad? So I said, Yeah, buddy, I'm good now. Everything's cool. And, you know, I kicked its ass. We're good. So, um, so it just inspired me t- to write the book. And, right. uh, you know, it's been s- almost six years, so we're all clear. but, um, but I still And you go
0: back and get checked all the time. Go
1: back and get checked all the time. And I thought I was good. Like they say five years. If you're in remission, you're, you're good to go. And I was actually on Dr. Drew's podcast a couple of months ago. And I'm like, Dr. Drew, high five. Beat cancer, man. He goes, well, Steve, not necessarily. Slow down there. And I just left there going, man, I thought I was in oh, good. Dr. Drew is such a damn buzzkill sometimes. A it's too damn but smart. he's
0: right because, I, you know, as we, it's that's the other thing I, I learned about growing older. It's just, it's it never ends well. Yeah, <laughs> it just doesn't. It, it slowly. You just want to ride it out. You, you think when you're a kid, you go, oh, "Wow." Well, when I'm older, I'll just be casual. And I'll, I'll worry go. about that. And yeah. everything starts to. F- it's like an old car it yeah. starts to slowly break apart. Yeah, yeah. And he said, "You're going to be keep the wheels on the you road. You have this for the rest of your up. life that you need to be checked up.
1: Just need to be checked. You don't know what's lurking around yeah, in yeah, the yeah. body. But um, how was it? Was your wife freaked out when you went through it with well, the kids? Women are much tougher than men. Like. I was like, you know, in shock and a crybaby. And the first night, I'm like, I'm not going to... By the way, when I was broken, the news was broken to me. The, the doctor said, oh, by the way, you have cancer and I'm going on vacation tomorrow. But hey, I'll be back in three weeks. We'll talk about your options. So I was like freaking... Holy shit. Over the phone, by the way. What? Yeah.
0: He, he didn't... Wow. And he was like... Uh, so obviously, he didn't feel it was that...
1: He, he's broken the news to he people. He said it was early or something. No, well, he thought... They thought, you know, you should be good for three weeks. And I, I got... A vacation planned and uh, you know I'd be like, gotta yeah, get to
0: Cabo. I need this out tomorrow.
1: You're good, right? And I said, Should I go to work tomorrow? And he's like, Oh yeah, I don't be I'll see you in three weeks. We'll but you felt stuff. bad. I felt bad. I feel like something definitely was wrong. You knew on. something was wrong. You don't know what kind of plans you should make. I didn't have life insurance. I'm like Shit, what do I do? So well, now you're screwed five right? minutes after I broke the news to my wife, she's like, Well I'm gonna have to get a job and she's like a cave woman. She's like I gotta go kill a bison. I need to get a job. Right. And I gotta you know I'm like, Whoa, whoa, wait, can I have a hug? But um so I started writing the book like immediately, like okay, well,
0: because were you thinking I'm I've got like a year? I mean, in your brain, were you like you didn't this? Know. You like, just don't I know. Have,
1: well, you go pick up prostate cancer is usually associated with older men, like seventy two years yeah. was was the the was the average age at the time. Right. So I go pick up the literature and it's got this guy with white hair and it says average age seventy two. And you're like, I still got a six. I pack. turned the first page. And I'm like, dude, what are you talking? about? Look at these biceps. Uh, so I said, I can do burpees. So I turn. I turned the first page and it said, I, didn't get Shh, he didn't, I can do burpees is what I said. But um, it says life expectancy, five years. I'm like, oh, shit. So I closed the pamphlet. My wife and I just started doing our own research. And, and you know, by the time that our, my doctor got back, I'd already planned, you know, scheduled surgery with another sure. doctor. I talked to Dr. Ken. Right. He was a real doctor. Right. You know, I called up Dr. Ken. He's like, you know, fuck that guy or whatever. And, yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, f- no, fuck yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah, he's like, no, no, don't wait What? Well, that's the worst bedside manner ever. Yeah, and that's what I call the guy in the book, Doctor Bedside Manner, to be like, hey, I mean, come on, that's so crazy, right?
0: Of course you should go to work. Why should? Because to word. work.
1: This is that's
0: got to be the craziest day but of you your know, life. You know,
1: I have a three month old at yeah. home, right? I mean, you, did you come, come home, in home in that night? I'm in traffic on the four hundred five. Did you, did you, you come, come home? Just home and tell your cancer? wife and be like, hey, or was she with you? Well, she knew. She's like, the doctor called. and He's going to be calling you in fifteen minutes.
0: And so she knew. I'm like,
1: that's not good. No, because he goes, Oh, you're probably good after after the biopsy. Which, by the way, is when he originally, you know, I, I dubbed him Dr. Bedside Manor because he's like, oh, do you smoke? No, I don't smoke. I go, no, I'm, you know, I'm a fit guy. I was a personal trainer. He goes, that doesn't mean anything. I know doctors that smoke. I go, well, those doctors are assholes. He's like, we're going in. Turn over. That so, guy sounds horrible. Yeah. So he did uh, He did the biopsy and he goes, ah, oh, it's probably nothing. Your age, nah, you're good. Uh, he says, well, my nurse will call you in a couple of days, give you the results of the biopsy. So when he called, I knew it wasn't good.
0: Right. Talk about with the kids, though. I mean, obviously, because I mean, the kid, what was it like when you first had the kids before you were sick? Did it change you immediately? Were you?
1: Well, definitely. You know, you think you're,
0: you're going to be, I'm going to be the guy, father. My father wasn't.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You, I say you do two things. you either repeat what you grew up with or you, you be the parent that you needed Yeah. when you were a kid. And like, you know, once they came along, I was like, okay, okay I got to be around. And, uh, Did it
0: change you? Like my kids changed me immediately. My yeah. emotions poured out of me. Like I couldn't, oh, yeah. I couldn't even control you're them anymore. Sap. Yeah. I was a sap. Yeah, yeah, I still kind of am. Um, and we have
1: comic friends that still don't have you know families. They don't get it. But no, you're you're. Different. No,
0: I also have comic friends who have kids and are on the road still, fifty weeks a year. Yeah, and I go, don't you see your kids? They go, yeah, I see them like Monday. We Skype I come, Monday. I come home. We do laundry Tuesday, and then I leave again Wednesday. Yeah, and I'm like, how do you? I couldn't live like that. Yeah, I'd be lost without them. If now, because now it's like I. Nothing else going on I'm like
1: Oh my yeah, children yeah.
0: yeah So Where are read, they by
1: the way Right now Jamie
0: uh, One's he's napping like, I have no idea One's yeah. napping And she'll be up soon she's And one's in, uh, in nursery trunk, school Trunk cool. of the car One's yeah. in the trunk of the car yeah. of And the car. one's up by the pool At the park I
2: think I She's up I'd by be the right pool back.
0: Playing with a uh, some, <laughs> some Sharp object Electronic some really Electric nice cord. guy In the
2: park That said he'd watch them
0: for me I don't know his name But he's a nice guy At the park I noticed He's got my blow dryer brought in Yeah he's got a van Ah you guys you're Pushing it You're pushing it Um Talk about raising the kids. Are you are you an at, on hand uh, kind of guy with kids, or does your wife more of it?
1: I'm the like third kid. I'm the I'm the one that are, says, My wife's like, you know, you're supposed to be a parent. Why, you know, don't teach them that.
0: Does your wife work? Buckle the seatbelts, would you? You guys both. No, work. no, she no she She's a stay, stay home at home. There, yeah. So she's got the kids all day, and you're
1: kind of the. She's got the kids. You're she's out at wheeling school and Volunteering, dealing. you know. I get home in the afternoon. It's high five party time. She's yeah. like, they have homework. I'm like ah overrated come on can you do it can you I'm help my calculator with next to you right here <laughs> what you do with that calculator is on you yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna go do some burpees outside and uh, yeah what how
0: is it with the kids are they you have one girl and one boy
1: one boy there's like sweetheart and one crazy maniac that wakes up at two o'clock and goes daddy i've got to tell you something by the way i've been up all night i'm not sleepy let's party I'm like, uh, that's not normal. Do
0: you think that they're going to be like you? <laughs> and she you're...
1: is a complete lunatic And she's clown. how old? She's six. She's six now. Yeah, so we go to church on Sundays. We let them bring one little thing to you know, go to mass. My wife's Catholic. Kids are Catholic. Sure. I'm Southern Baptist, Hellfire, and Brimstone, but I go along with the program, right? Did you go to like church as Sunday. a kid? I went to church. It's of, so funny when theater. crazy
0: families that are like totally, <laughs> we're like, they'll still go, we need to go to church on Sunday. <laughs>
1: we straighten this out and get a clean, clean, clean slate. All right, Monday yeah, we're yeah. all set to go. Ah, oh, we fucked it up already. again by midnight. <laughs> <laughs> but we let we let them take one little item to church uh-huh. on Sundays, and uh, we get to church, and I, we stand up. The priests all rise, and we rise, and I hold my daughter's hand. I feel something in her hand. I look down. I turn her palm up. She has one of those hand shockers, a buzzer. She got you. So when no, no, she didn't get me. There comes in Catholic church, yeah. it comes a part where you say, may, peace be with you, turn with around. You. She was going to shock the hell out of people around us. At six. At six. That's this not, is, no, this is like a year ago. She's that's five. That's not cool, dude. And this, that's not cool. That's not cool. She's going to be in prison. But so, yeah, she was going to wind it up and turn. Holy Spirit, right there. Did you feel it? So about two months ago, we we're going to church, and I open the back of the car to make sure she's buckled, and she smiles at me. She has hillbilly teeth in. Like, hey, daddy, hey. She was going to wear those to church. Where'd she uh, get him? Uh, who knows? She's <laughs> Probably me.
0: She's apparently working <laughs> at a novelty yeah, yeah, store yeah. somewhere. I'm not opening that <laughs> now. Yeah. That's crazy. How, yeah. how did you meet your wife? Were you, were you guys at dating? At a comedy for... store. She wasn't a comic. She was just- No, no.
1: She hated comedy. I knew this other girl that they worked in an art gallery together on Rodeo. And I had a Friday night, the Pimp Daddy Show with Sergio Love every Friday night. I the remember belly well. Room. I yeah, remember yeah. well. So and she
0: just came to see the show.
1: She reluctantly came before they were probably going to, you know, some hip nightclub. Yeah, and my friend dragged her to see me, and I could tell she looked miserable. And that's the ones we fixate on always. This, this I one, can turn, I'll make
0: her laugh. Hot, smoking is hot, yeah.
1: supermodel. And I'm like, she's gonna be the queen of my double wide. So, you know, just like <laughs> fixated on her. And we went and out. And she bought. She bought the white she, trash heard, Kentucky heard bit. sinker had a Trans Am. I said, have you ever ridden in a Trans Am? And the T-tops are off, baby. Let's hit, let's ah! hit this strip.
2: You <laughs> don't have to open she, the
0: doors. Just where jump is in. she from that she fell she's for this? She's from the
1: valley. She's from the valley, you know? And
0: she nice fell for Catholic the Kentucky. Girl. Yeah, went for bad
1: boy. And, you know, it was all it's fun and so games okay. until we got married. And she's like, okay, you're going to have to clean up your act now, you know?
0: Were you, I mean, did you guys know you were getting married right out of the shoot? No, think? no.
1: She played it real cool for like three years. Oh really? I didn't, I didn't get to meet her parents for like six months, and we were dating like a year. and I'm like, we're dating, right? I mean, you're like, really my girlfriend? I can tell people.
0: What was it like when you met her parents? Were they like, seriously? Her, that's that's the guy.
1: Her dad was a six foot six judge.
0: Oh, like you three hundred pounds. You married across the tracks. Oh
1: yeah, other definitely had to meet the judge. And I pulled, She's up, the opposite pulled up in Trans I parked like three doors down so he wouldn't see the Trans Am. <laughs> and it was Easter Sunday, and her brother comes in. He goes. Hey, Steve, is that your Trans Am down the street? You got a flat tire, dude. Oh, that's and her mom's so looking funny. at me like, really, dude? You're, you're Driving a Trans Am with an 8-track? And I'm like, I brought a six-pack? You know, were you, when, you,
0: when you met the judge, were you like, yeah, you're not the first judge I've yeah, met. Yeah, I
1: tell you.
2: Clean me, sir, I brought I'm wearing you a tie. BBR. Every time
1: I see a judge, I wear a tie. <laughs> that's yeah, right. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> it's the same tie I've had since I was 15.
0: Um, was he cool? Was he, was he like, what are you doing? But you guys have been together for a while at that point.
1: Yeah, we've been together for a little while. He was super cool. He was like an you know, Irish. His his parents came over off the boat, so he was hardcore. Right. Pulled himself up with his bootstraps. So he got it. You know, he's like he looked at me in the eyes, like, Okay, dude, you better, you know, don't bullshit. Did you ask him to marry her? I did. Took me three dates and uh at our engagement party he actually said, Hey, I thought Steve was kinda hot on me for a little while. He kept
0: Kept asking he, he, me, out. yeah, taking
1: a shine to me. I go, Well, you're a pretty handsome man there, Judge, but Are uh,
0: they involved with the kids? It's great that they're hit they live in the valley still.
1: No, the grand now she the grandmother, the father passed away in October. Wow. Oh. Yeah, so she's still around, so my my kids are really close to Grammy. Yeah. And uh My daughter's a lunatic. Well, we're both
0: late in life parents. Yeah. You know, and I'm the same. Now my kids are young and they got to meet my mom. They never met my dad. He had passed already. And now my mom just passed at Christmas. So, but they did get to at least meet her and spend some time. Oh, that's cool. But it is one kind of the problems of having kids so late in life is that. They're never like I never met any of my grandparents.
1: You they never were did? all
0: four were gone before I came along, and so it, I, you know, it kind of bums me out yeah. a little bit that they don't get to. My father would have loved these. He would have lost his. Your mind dad was
1: older,
2: right? Was,
0: he was older, but he was forty three yeah. when I was born, and I didn't okay. have kids till late forties. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't around then. Yeah, he'd already gone. So yeah, it is kind of a, it's kind of a bummer that they don't get to meet him about having kids late in life.
1: But it I was think great about because, that. But also think like. We How got, would my dad be around? You know, yes, your dad. High speed car chases with my kids. <laughs> yeah.
0: You would definitely not be leaving the kids with your yeah, dad yeah. for like supervised. Yeah, unsupervised business. No, you no, can no.
1: sit on the couch with him, but
0: but you're the same as me. You kind of got it all out of your system before you got married. Okay. I, and think, I so. think I think in a way that's such a great thing because I don't have any wants of yeah. what I need to do as a single dude anymore. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm totally devoted to my family at this point, even though my wife, you know, will, will tell you otherwise and scream at me all the time. Yeah, yeah. But I, it's not like I'm out trying to do crazy stuff in a way that your father was probably a young guy when you were born and still was crazy and sowing yeah. his wild oats and hadn't done it yet.
1: Yeah, if I'm home on a weekend, I'm sitting by the fire pit and like get acoustic and just, you know, drinking a beer, I'm good. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So to get me to go over the hill anymore or... You know, just had someone in Pasadena today go, come on, dude, one beer. And I'm like, uh, if you come within a two block radius. I'll I'm drink at for, my house. I'm good, for, I'm good yeah. Oh, we'll can come to my some house, wine in the backyard. The backyard, I'll call yeah, Uber for too. you.
0: You can crash here. This weekend, my wife, we were hanging in the backyard cooking dinner or something. She's like, we should go out. And I go, why? Where? Yeah. Why? Look where we are. Yeah. There's nothing out yeah, yeah, there yeah, yeah. for us anymore. Go but on. she's still a little younger and she still has that itch mm-hmm. to get out. And then we go out to some bar and I'm like, this is horrible. Yeah. Isn't wife's
1: younger than my wife, right?
0: Uh, maybe I was 10, 10 years younger, yeah. We're a couple of years more than that, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, dude, that's amazing, it's an amazing story. All right, I want I have a couple brother. questions today. All right, we got time yeah, just, yeah. to wrap a couple After, questions. To
2: to that, right? Oh, I do you have anything you else do you want
0: to cover, stuff? Andy? You seem in, in I was just going to get to some questions, but oh, no. I, seem what? I just didn't... you seem you seem I, something. I mean, we covered the white trash, we covered the trans-am, we covered prostate cancer and comedy. I mean, I can only imagine just to go through something like that with the kids is to be, I mean, you must have lost some sleep at night to be like, holy shit, man, Jesus, what have I got? I just, I just got into this. I have kids and now I'm dealing with this thing.
1: More than anything, it pissed me off. I'm not wanting to like, you know, feel sorry for me. I'm like, no, no, this is, this is bullshit. I'll I'll beat this. You know, you never
0: thought twice. You never had any.
1: The scariest night was the first night I was diagnosed. I had a dream that night that it was at the gates like the pearly gates and yeah. this woman this not a woman an angel comes out with a clipboard and calls my name. It's like hey next day uh, Stevie D Stevie Dupen I go whoa I woke up and said drink some coffee don't go back to sleep. But other than that no I was more than anything it frustrated me cuz I thought I was invincible. I literally thought like hey I feel man like you still might be.
0: I think so. You are the eternal optimist. too. like I feel like I'm an optimist most most ways in life, but I also I can see the dark side, but you're always almost blindly I'm um, like
1: Forrest Gump. Ignorance is you, bliss. You are.
0: <laughs> you have a Forrest Gump do, class. Like, That's the greatest analogy, but you do. But and, I will tell you, and that's probably why you were president in class and well-liked, because people love being around you because you remind people how great it is to be alive. Life, it, life I mean, is good. Life I've got an Uncle good.
1: Ricky that's the happiest dude in the whole world. And I wrote a whole chapter about him in trans Diaries in the next book. Now, he's got... You know, help being so happy. You know, uh you know. For
0: those of like you who can't on. see, he he held a, a toking a, 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 a toking is joint. Just
2: the same uncle that was the biggest pot dealer. I thought the yeah, yeah, same. I well, like... you know, I didn't want to throw him right. out there. Is he still dealing? I'm sure he has, I'm sure he's on. No, prob- it's illegal. Probation. He's probably got
0: a legal um, dispensary down here on Ventura Boulevard is, yeah, in the valley.
1: Yeah, I'm going to be working for him soon. But he's you know, every time he talks, hey Stevie, hell yeah, blaze on, man, he's blaze on. Tell Jay Leno, I said, "Blaze on out there, hell yeah!" I, go, well, I don't, I don't know Jay Leno, dude, but is he still have, around? So maybe I got like a contact high as a kid and killed some brain cells being around Uncle Ricky. Maybe when he would take me out in the country and teach me how to drive a stick at you, you know ten years old, twelve years old, and he was smoking a joint in the passenger seat with you know a case of Budweiser, and I couldn't even reach the clutch, and I would just be hell if you can't find them grind them boys, blaze on, hell yeah, blaze on, keep on trucking, <laughs> keep on trucking, man. That's Doing fine over so there. So yeah. funny, dude. <laughs> so that I kind of have that little contact high, you know, um, just just high on life, you know. Just, you
0: definitely are high on life. You've always been. I've never I've never seen you lose it. I've never seen you angry. I mean, do you have you ever been in a crazy fight? Where yeah, you yeah, you
1: know, you know, a couple too many scrapping. Heinekens, you know, scrapping a little bit. Yeah. I was on a Mayhem Miller show the other day. It was UFC. Bully beat down MTV guy. Exactly. Lisa. Yeah. So he opens the book, Trans- and the first thing he says is, Hey, beat down. Tell me this chapter. I'm like, that's the chapter you're going to pick. I'm going to tell a fight story yeah. to a professional fighter. And it was just some white trash, you know, get out on sunset and start, you know, throwing down in the middle of sunset strip. I'm like, well, that's the white trash way to settle things. Not like a couple middle fingers. Hey, you, you go to hell. You're an asshole. <laughs> You hit the horn, you're like, oh, let's throw down a little bit, and somebody's going to get their ass kicked. and uh, Sure. This won't seem like a good idea tomorrow. But uh,
0: No, I was never a big fighter. It I try to my avoid jam. it. I'd rather
1: joke. You <laughs> Me know? too. I would I'm always, a laugher, not a fighter.
0: Some guy would go, You're a pussy. And I go, Yeah, I guess I am. Yeah. And he'd go, He my would face never respond. Like he would never respond for that. And I go, Let's just have a drink and yeah, not. Man. We're why, good. why do I want to end up in jail for tonight? Yeah. 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 I don't know. Um, all right, a couple questions. and well, this, this, I'm sure these will tangent off into other shenanigans. Um, what are a couple of traits that you hope your kids get from you and your wife?
1: Okay. Well, my wife's definitely the sensible, smart one. So I hope that, you know, and they are. They're doing very well in school. They're very thoughtful. Um, but I hope they get the don't take life too seriously, you know, have fun with life. I hope they get that from me. Shenanigans, I hope they're... Brave. I hope they're not afraid to. You may break a bone sometimes, but hey, walk on the monkey bars. It's more fun than you know, just trying to climb across the monkey bars. Yeah. So you know, take a risk. I agree with that. And
0: how did you? How did you go and write the book when you didn't? You you don't feel like a great writer.
1: I'm definitely. Well, Do you just sit down and I think fight. Nobody helped me. Like I know how to have a payoff at the end of the you, chapter.
0: You definitely know setup punchline.
1: Setup punchline. Don't fizzle out. And the book each. Each chapter is like its own. Was it hard for you to do? It's like You're its ready? own song from an album. It's an album, kids. It was vinyl back in the It's like its I own do. Each, song. Each,
0: each chapter is its own little yeah. story. I mean, I'd
1: prefer you read it as a as an arc, you know, because the, the cancer is the through line. It's the, it's the common thread. But each chapter could stand on its own. You could pull out a chapter about Uncle Ricky. I mean, had you read a lot of books? I read a lot of autobiographies and biographies. You do now or you always have? Always have. Oh, you have. have.
0: So you've been a voracious reader. You just
1: always. were a great student. Yeah, I don't want to lose my street cred, but yeah, I, I read you, yeah. you
0: have no street cred. Yeah. My kids come in You're they see me in my Kindle. What's that Nothing. I had yes, it under the yeah, 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 under yeah, the yeah. blankets. Um I do think people who are readers are I I don't, you know, it's like the old go will hunting. It's like you you paid for an education you could have get for a library card. Mm-hmm. It is all about reading yeah. and stuff, so. I've um,
1: always studied um I've always liked entertainment. I liked watching variety shows in the seventies as a kid. I mean, that was my homework.
0: Well, I did your 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 show. That's right. this DVD show. And yeah, it was in great. the double wide. In the double wide, illegally parked in front of Hollywood <laughs> sign. <side. laughs> you should. You know, what you should do. You should just get a double wide and go on the road. I'd love it. And do a road that's show. That's a great idea. And then film film the shows. You're gonna be a somebody else is doing. Co producer is doing. He, he has a like a bus. Does he? The bingle bus or something. Okay. He's doing shows driving around I on should. a bus. Get like an yeah. airstream. Well, something. you are. I mean, you're you're. You're American, man. You're like, you're the best of American crazy story where you grew up in this crazy world. But you didn't give in and go like, yeah, there's no, you know, you see people interviewed who are in small town America and they don't have the courage to do what you do and get in a car and drive to Florida and do whatever they want. And they still live there. And There's no jobs here. And you're like, well, go somewhere else, man. Do something else. But a lot of people can. It's hard to.
1: Yeah, no, since I was five years old, I always knew I wanted to get out. And I would tell my mom as a kid, I'd be watching variety shows and go, Hey, I want to be on TV. And she's like, that's cute. And, you know, Did you have out. that accent? Yeah, very much so. I still you, you, can't say uh, uh, cold. Like it's cold. I say cold. It's cold outside. It's cold outside. And I'm, I'm the ambassador now for Michael Milken's uh, Mini versus Cancer, Prostate Cancer Foundation. Okay. So I was just in the studio the other day with the CEO of the company. I go, Mini, Mini, like M-I-N-Y, like Mini Mouse. Mini. They're like, Steve, you're the ambassador to the foundation. Could you just pronounce it correctly? It's It's M-A-N-Y.
0: And you were saying I go, mini. mini. That's mini. what I said, mini. Mini, mini, mini versus cancer. Mini cold.
1: Yeah. It's cold. Uh, how many, mini, how many, many people cold beers cold? do you have? Yeah. I have mini cold beers. Give me a few more. I'll tell you some more Uncle Ricky stories. That's really funny. Yeah.
0: What are a couple traits that you hope that your kids don't get from you or your wife?
1: Uh, Well, I'll get in trouble. My wife doesn't hear it. No, no. She's, She'll never she trust takes No one's ever going to over-planner, which I think is just being responsible and mm-hmm. and. Being raised in a very responsible family and, an, and a, a realist where I'm like an optimist. Glasses always. You she's know, a pragmatist. Full. She's a pragmatist. And she's like, well, what? This could go wrong, you know? That's uh, my life. Like when I was writing a book, I was like, high five, I'm writing a book. She's like, or just, you know, a diary. That'd be okay too if it's just a di-. I'm like, no, it's, it's a book. I'm writing a goddamn book. So, you know, so i always a, like, it's going to work out. Well, she's
0: a little, a little negative. Well, Sounds like no. If we plan, we're, we're we go- trying to say it in the nicest way possible. My yeah. wife's the same. Everything's like she goes. Oh, here's what could go wrong. Here's what could go wrong. We went to the bowl one night, and she's like, "What would happen if a terrorist blew up the Hollywood Bowl?" And I go, "Well, we won't have to deal with it." She goes, "What happens to the kids?" And I, just I go, "Paid
1: four hundred dollars for these tickets. Yeah, and you're looking over your that shoulder." That was the for first
0: that. thing she thought of for the night. What was what was going to blow? What would happen to the kids? And yeah. I was like, "Boy, have fun. Yeah, what a fun show this is going to be. Good time. We <laughs> got another cold beer." And here's the problem is then all of a sudden I'm like. Yeah, what is, oh, God damn it. What is going to happen to the kids if this,
2: God. You're looking for an
0: answer. Yeah, actually, yeah. that's a valid question. What yeah. is going yeah, yeah. to happen? And then we, we got to trust. We have a trust and we had to like, we put everything in a trust, and we had to dictate who would take the children if something happened to mm-hmm. the two of us, which
1: was. Fucking you gotta be responsible sometimes. And
0: honestly, now that we're doing a parenting thing, that's a good thing to look into. You do have a trust with your life kids. Life
1: insurance, which is another shitty thing.
0: How was it dealing with life insurance after you? Well, that's that's what sucks. It's like prostate I'm, cancer. I'm
1: very healthy still. You know, work out. But every you must day. have had to pay through Either, the nose. Oh yeah, I pay the same rate as a smoker. So if you uh, smoke As an three- 80 year old smoker. Yeah, 80-year-old three-pack-a-day smoker is the same rate that I get.
0: Because you had... had Because I had cancer. Pre-existing condition. I have a
1: blip. Which which is also a good thing for
0: people who are listening to go, you know what? Go get life insurance Mm -hmm. now. Before, Because you had kids and you still didn't have life
1: insurance. Yeah, correct.
0: That's not great. That's not cool. It's not cool. Like, that was was one one of the first things we did. I know, we all think that. But the truth is, before you have kids, you really need to get... It's crazy, but you have to put... Prince
1: didn't have a will. Yeah, that's insane. It's insane. And now he's got 22 half-siblings. Who are going to fight Which I probably will too. Who are going to
0: fight. And and a third of it is going to go to the courts. Probate court yeah. will take most of the money away mm-hmm. anyway. So it is one of those things Still to have go. have a class
1: action lawsuit with uh, 22 half-siblings. It's
0: kind of a wake-up mm-hmm. call to yeah. go, listen, once you have kids, you really have to make sure things are in
1: order. It's not about you anymore. It's really not.
0: Yeah. And you have to make sure that they are t- taken care of in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Who takes the kids if something happens to the two of you?
1: Uh, sister in Santa Monica, I believe. Is it is that right? Definitely, my, wife definitely my wife's side of the family.
0: My now. wife and I, st- I tried to throw in like my brother and my wife. It's yeah. like, yeah, let's we'll go. And I was like, really, your he'll twenty, twenty-four-year-old <laughs> sister should yeah. take, who's not married, should take the kids. And it was like a brawl, and I was yeah, like. Yeah. She goes, well, your brother's old. I go, he's old, but he's financially secure. He's um, raised kids, it, so it's a, it's a, it's done a, this. it's yeah. a fight to go like, who's taking the kids?
1: And you don't want to think about that, but you, you have, don't want to. You have to. You have
0: to. And now that it's done, I feel so much more comfortable. All of our bank accounts, everything's in a trust. The house is in a trust. Everything would go to the kids, and that's just the way it should be. But you know, um, all right. This is your last question. I'll let you off the hook on this. Did I answer those two? So yeah.
1: Good traits. My wife study. You know, bad be traits. Be educated. Bad traits for me is don't be an F up, you know, uh, I repeated things a million times because if I would have paid more attention the first time around, like I learned from the school of hard knocks, I learned by doing things the wrong way first. So pay well, attention. You honestly,
0: you didn't have anybody really showing you the right way. That's true. Although you my know, kids, I show them things and they won't do it. Yeah. So I don't know what's the right thing just to let the kid learn it the way you, you did. You let them fall a little bit on the. own. A little way. bit. Yeah. But you want to at least give them some give guidance. Them good advice. But you literally were just stumbling. Any advice would have been helpful. Any, yeah. literally, any. any, Will you come home and be like, your mother would be like, Not just when the
1: police are chasing you, turn the lights out on your car and don't hit the brakes because they can see your brake lights.
0: Nobody helped you do your homework.
1: Nobody. What homework? Literally in high school, didn't do homework. Yeah. And I was class president. That's insane, dude. It's crazy. You graduated, though. I was like Ferris Bueller. I tell a story in the next book where we had a senior skip day. That's and, I, and I organized the senior skip day. Every year's tradition. The seniors skip a certain day. I got suspended for three days. And so I said, oh, we haven't done a senior skip day. I'm suspended. Hey, man, let's have a senior skip day while I'm suspended. So we went up to the state park and everyone brought beers and frisbees and beach towels. And there's like, you know, 25 beach towels. And I see a caravan of cars coming up and it's the teachers. It's the faculty. It's the vice principal. And they get out been you son of me i know you're and all my friends run into the woods i'm like hey man just me i'm suspended to, man. I'm, suspended. I'm just studying man i'm trying to straighten my life out dude <laughs> you're talking about you so
0: went well, whitman you just went up in yeah, the woods yeah,
2: yeah.
0: all right this is it. this is your last question okay. what is your uh a mantra um that you would pass on to your kids some uh a little catchy phrase words of wisdom that you would tell your kids to help guide them to a better life might it's be something you lived your life by, which you've already said 10 of them.
1: Rock out with the T-tops out. Is yeah. That, is that bad honestly? advice? Is that bad advice?
0: No, I think that that's exactly who you are. Rock Have out. Have a matchbook
1: uh, case in the car so when the 8-track drags, you got to put it, you know how you used to you do it. Sure, oh, you,
0: you stick it up in a catcher. Yeah, yeah. Old <laughs> time
1: <town> rocking. <laughs> Old <laughs> time <town> rocking.
0: <laughs> Rock out yeah. with the T-tops out.
1: Rock out with the T-tops out, kids. I love it. Take All that right. any way you want. Yeah, yeah. it's deeper than it sounds
0: you could take that many different ways I think with the T-tops out keep the
1: rubber on the road and rock out with the T-tops out
0: huge thanks to my producer as always Mr. Andy Lerner and my wonderful guest for today Mr. Stevie D you can please go read his book The Trans Am Diaries where can they find it?
1: anywhere Amazon Google uh, it's out there it's It's called The Trans
0: Am Diaries by Stevie D um, it's a great collection of stories and a wonderful uh, uh, telling of, of kind of your history.
1: People, anything else you want to promote? They can come find you. Uh, Stevie D's show, we're firing up some new episodes coming up. Just Google that. It's on Actors Entertainment Network. Are you Network. still doing the
0: road at all, doing stand-up? No, no, absolutely yeah, not. Yeah, with the just kids, I'm the same. I don't do no, it, it at all either, so out. we'll be around town. Just, you know,
1: have and a new Microphone in the living room. New book's coming. New book is coming. New book is finished. We're editing now. And all comedy, no cancer.
0: All comedy, yes. less cancer. Less cancer. Less cancer.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, my guest, Stevie D, thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you guys all here next time on Father Time.